0: Listener warning, this episode contains adult content and is not suitable for children. Welcome back to the Half-Baked Book Club. I'm Lana and I'm Dylan
1: and we are back with our bi-weekly book recap this week is our first fan voted pick ninth oh. house by Lee Verdugo and it's not our first
0: <laughs> yeah I didn't update that I'm totally Ron Berg indeed again my bad sorry you guys it's been a long week and this was a long ass book <laughs> <laughs> this was a long book it always long feels week. like a long week though is I this can't. the summer like I know right it's just the summer there's too much shit going on mm-hmm. so. Did you do anything fun though? I, I totally bitched you before we started recording about <laughs> all the not fun things that I have going on, but I don't want to bring anybody down with that. So I you know what Yeah,
1: it was yesterday was my great aunt's 100th birthday.
0: Oh, so pure. I love and it. And just
1: like, you know, just a queen, like mm-hmm. we just all, hope that we could live like that because she still, she still is on her own taking care of herself. No nurses or anything. Yeah. Um, totally with it. Like not, you know, like my, my other grandparents, like my grandmother had dementia. My, my dad's mom had a stroke. Like everybody's kind of, you know, certain ages you lose things. She's just still totally smart as a whip. Um, the funniest thing is that she still drives.
0: (laughs) Oh no. Did you tell me this? And I was (laughs) like, how is this possible? Yes.
1: (laughs) So, um, she is, uh, like, it's a small town, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's, you know, whatever. But yeah, no, we asked, um, my aunt when we were leaving and I'm like, she doesn't still drive, does she? Cause she did like within mm. a couple of years, but I assumed maybe that had stopped. And she's like, oh yeah, she sure she does. I'm like,
0: what? I'm surprised there's not like a red flag where they're like, ma'am, <laughs> like-
1: Still, an active
0: license in the state, I would think. Oh my god,
1: I know. Well, and I said, like, I get because mentally, like, you you can't make any sort of argument. She's totally weird. Yesterday, I mean, the stuff we were talking about, like, because we were someone was talking about graduation, like, what year did you graduate? And it's like, you know, 1939 or something like that. Like,
0: (laughs) you know, like,
1: right. But I will say, like, she's you know she's been in this town her entire life and she's part of like everything like she's ladies so auxiliary has and
0: great stories She runs tell.
1: the you know she runs the voting like she does so much that I'm like you know even if the cop was gonna pull her over for something I feel like they're gonna see who it is and be like "No." it'd be like
0: hard. a teenager that they take home like yeah we're gonna give you a ride <laughs> yeah gonna, like,
1: you know yeah Oh. oh my God, it's wild. No, her daughter was like, because her daughter is in her 70s. Her mm. daughter's like, Yeah, no, like, you know, that white car, just like be on the lookout when you're in, in, at home. Oh <laughs> like, oh my God, like, Terrifying. I love that for her. I love that she lives alone and takes care of herself and she's happy and like, that's great. And she's got tons of family and stuff. I think she should probably just let people, you know, drive her around, you know, get stuff, something you know, cause I'm just thinking like, she's, you know, like I said, she's with it and everything, but she is, she's got a cane now she's arthritic. And I'm like, your oh reflexes no. can't be that fast, you know, to like slam on the brakes real quick. So unless your kids are going to Tesla, I think maybe, you know, yeah. if we took a driver's test, maybe oh we wouldn't pass it anymore. I don't know. I don't know.
0: I don't know that I would, but you know, knock on wood. (laughs) I've never actually caused an accident. I have been rear-ended literally a thousand times and I'm not blaming it myself because it's like when I'm at a red light, like my car is not moving. Oh, wow. I The first time I watched somebody do it and it wasn't an old person, it was a young person texting. So I do have to say, your grandma's probably not behind the wheel texting. So she's already got that going for your great aunt. I'm sorry. Um, So that's- (laughs) And that's on, on something real because I watched it happening. There was a car on either side of me where I couldn't move. And I saw it in the rear view, which was almost worse. Cause like my body tensed up, like preparing for it. Uh, right. And, and I'm like, about oh, it. Yeah. no, <laughs> that's the beginning to me cracking my neck for the, mm-hmm. <laughs> the last like 15 years. It
1: is something that like, I'm weary of. And I definitely try to keep, um, so my Subaru does this, they have this thing called eyesight Mm-hmm. and um
0: thank you tesla it, <laughs> <laughs> it's still yeah. all
1: that stuff. All it keeps Not um thought. yeah i can set a certain distance of cars between me and other cars when i'm hmm. driving and stuff like
0: i'm which still which used driving. to be like count to three like yeah, you know what I'm saying? yeah, yeah, yeah. No, i yeah count to yeah. Three, three car lengths or whatever. so i usually always
1: keep one at least, but at, especially at lights and things like that, I keep like a car distance and I have seen so many people like,
0: look at me like annoyed. That, like, oh, I yeah. I'm the, the worst the to drive with. Cause I'm like, my and I'm like way too close. And he's like, Dude, yeah. stop. Like we're fine. We've always been fine. It's like a cattle barn.
1: We all just crowd in here. And I'm like, yeah. And <sighs> then some asshole is going to rear end me and I'm going to rear end the car in front of me. So no, thank you. I'm going to keep my distance.
0: I know. Well, you know what? That's what defensive driving courses will teach you to do. So we're we're both safe drivers. Yeah.
1: So I don't I hear know that, what, you know. Lower
0: my insurance.
1: I don't know what Aunt Marge's defensive driving, you know, level is at. But <laughs> Queen has lived a hundred years, seen so much. She's driven
0: a lot of cool cars there, but. Change.
1: <laughs> the, I would say the coolest thing that I got to do with her was, was to vote for a woman on the presidential ticket. Oh like she's she had been working the election in our hometown. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's Republican. Um oh. it's because it's a very Republican town, and like her majority of people are. But it, it, it York, was yeah. definitely this moment where her and so many um kind of women and stuff in our area it was like this thing, especially someone like her, like you had seen, you know, 90 years come and go it it's almost like you know to the day of the like you know the centennial of one, women even got the right to vote and like so to see for her to see a woman on there like in her lifetime you know was just crazy where like I oh my knew god yeah, so much
0: has changed in her lifetime imagine yeah. how much you've seen like right so uh, that and really how much cool. you keep seeing unfortunately <laughs> Um yeah. <laughs> anyway, so do you have any good side pieces? Because um, I know we both saw where the crowd sing. I don't know if I'd consider that a side piece or
1: not. Yeah, let's talk about that on another
0: um on another episode. Yeah, okay. We'll talk about it on a random recap. Stay tuned to next week for that one. Um, something that um, you would suggest though, because yeah. I have a very random, random side piece. Oh. So I am I've
1: been waiting for this, and it just hasn't had time, and I've been trying to finish this book, I am listening to Invisible Storm, which is, um, Jason Kander, it's his memoir about, um, oh, okay. PTSD and politics, mm-hmm. and if you don't know who Jason Kander is, just super quick, he was, like, political darling, first millennium, millennium, millennial in Congress, um, he he started Let America Vote. Um, you know, ran for he was the Secretary of State for um, Illinois. Like just mm-hmm. all the things, just amazing, right? Was gonna like on everybody's list to run for president in twenty twenty, mm-hmm. and he would he used to be military intelligence in that year, like twenty twenty eighteen, I think, when people mm-hmm. are starting to announce and the democrats everybody wanted him like if you used to watch the west wing like the cast of the west wing like got Mm -hmm. together to convince him to run like obama told him to run Mm -hmm. um and he has this huge breakdown and realizes that um you know he everything that he's been doing like has just kind of like been chasing this like thing that he believes he needs to do to like take care of people and take care of his country and do the best thing for everybody. And he believes that he was the person that was going to beat Trump. And Mm -hmm. that was the only reason he was doing it, not because he felt like it was right for him or his mental health. And like he just kept putting all of those things aside to the greater good, him and Mm -hmm. his wife. And um he's running for he was running for Kansas City mayor, I think at the time before he was going to announce his presidential bid. And he was going to win and I mean, it's a major city and all these things. And he was so excited to like stop voter suppression. And then he just pulls out of the race Mm -hmm. and he releases this really poignant letter about, um, being, feeling, uh, trigger warning, like suicidal and Mm -hmm. calling the veterans hotline and going into the VA and, this thing that he's been putting off for 10 years since he was in Afghanistan is finally bit him in the ass and he has to deal with it.
0: Mm-hmm. And to do
1: it, he has to step away from everything and just focus on himself. Um, and it's funny and it's um it's good, it's very brutally honest. His I've listened to their podcasts for years, he has one and his wife has one. Um, and so it's funny and it's good listening to them. They're very smart people.
0: So Basically, a really good memoir. This guy has PTSD. He was one of like the very, very many people who ran Democratic that year. He
1: didn't run.
0: Oh, he like, was like going to. Got was it, like the it. person okay. that
1: people wanted to be president. Gotcha. Year. Um, yeah, he, went, like, he
0: was like politics. the Simone um, Biles of the, <laughs> of the politics. Like, Basically, like- That sucks.
1: To know Jason Candor is like love him. And like, I feel- I hope that someday you have to take care of yourself
0: first. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because I think he loves this country so much. And I love that he's a millennial and like just so freaking smart and knowledgeable Mm -hmm. and has a a badass wife that's even smarter than him. Like they (laughs) would just be so great at those things. But I love what he's doing right now. I love what he's doing to help with voter suppression. And he works a lot with Stacey Abrams. He's just really cool. So I like the book a lot. I think it's really good. Um, especially about men getting into therapy and dealing yeah. with their trauma and not just burying it. I he's love the honest about it. And it's very like funny and, you know, like hearted and honest. And it's just great. And he's got it's a good such voice. Such an to important to.
0: conversation. Yeah.
1: About and it's not in therapy.
0: Yeah. It's like and a Memoirs like are a like nice palette hours. cleanser, I feel like. Mm-hmm. A memoir yeah. is like nice. I don't know. I mean, I hate to be like celebrities, they're just like us, but to kn- to read about somebody's deep trauma, you're like, oh, I'm not alone in my trauma. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. everyone has something, whether yeah. you think you've lived like the worst life, like mm-hmm. I promise you someone else yeah. is going through something dark. It's a, a reminder to be kind to everyone.
1: Yeah. And that's um, a big thing in this book is like his, um, you know, he's, he like, his job in the military and like intelligence and stuff he didn't think was as dangerous mm-hmm. as other jobs and so like he didn't think he should have PTSD and like the way that people do that and they go oh well like I have nothing to complain about or like oh I've had a good l-. like trauma's trauma and mm-hmm. you need to deal with it because sooner or later it will come out it will you know harbor and and all of those things so I really like the book. It's on, like, it's out everywhere. It's very easy to get on Libby if you have Libby. Mm-hmm. Um, just a good thing to listen to. His wife is, because I love his wife. She's just great. And she has a really good podcast too. But she reads like a couple like chapters and stuff where they'll give her point of view and it's in her voice. And I like that a lot where she's oh, like, interesting. yeah, and at this point, like, I really was frustrated or like, I realized that his... Anxiety had rubbed off on me and I was afraid that you know we were under attack at any time. Like it's just really good. I like it a lot. So mm. highly recommend.
0: Yeah, mine. Well, yours is easy to get. Mine's like probably harder because it's like so niche. Um, so my my side piece is very fiction, very, very different. So a local author, I don't, I don't know if she was from Buffalo, but I gotta, I gotta look at again but her grandma's from like Jamestown area if you're from the western New York um and this woman wrote this series like I want to say she wrote it back in like 2005 or something because the technology and it's funny like oh I put my iPod in my pocket and you're like lol an iPod so it really takes you back but it's YA and it's based on Lilydale like Oh, okay. If you're familiar with Lilydale, if you guys are not, if you're into like spiritualism or, or witchy stuff, you may have heard of it. It's like the birthplace of spiritualism, um, like the Fox sisters, all that. Um, but it's a town of like mediums. And so this fiction book is like this girl goes to live with her grandma who she didn't even realize was a medium. Like her mom passes away. Her mom was never in touch with her grandma. It was kind of like she didn't talk about her old life. And it's almost like, oh, like her mom must have had the gift and like didn't want to be around it, didn't want like any part of it kind of thing, because now she's experiencing this thing and now she's like helping solve murders. Like, oh, I saw this girl and like she showed me like where her body is, like how like mediums can like help solve crime and shit. Oh, wow. It's like not where I thought it was going at all for <laughs> YA, but it's like her seeing spirit and then like the spirit like guiding her to an answer about something but now I'm in the second book which you know it's good because I cannot finish a series to save my life because I get so bored of the genre that I'm like okay I'm just like it takes me a long time to get through a series I'm very envious of people with the attention span to be like I'm gonna read 10 books about the same shit like I just can't (laughs) I think it's so cool I wish I could yeah this is so interesting I'm like oh my god what's gonna happen now um and, like, she's really good at, there's some parts that are a little eye rolly. like, because she really, like, full-on explains stuff. Like, he was mm-hmm. wearing a Buffalo Bills sweatshirt. I'm like, we get it. They're in, like, the area. Like, she, it's just, like, funny because she put a lot of Easter eggs for people who are local who, like, if I wasn't from here, I wouldn't give a shit about these yeah. details. So, it's just yeah. kind of, like, funny. feel like he was
1: chomping on a salient.
0: Oh, and then her aunt... <laughs> And then her, yeah, her aunt has a terrible love life. Her boyfriend left her for a Buffalo Jill's cheerleader. I was like, LOL. Like, and it was brought up in the last book and this book. And I would just like laughed each time. <laughs> but um yeah, it's a good book. Like, I'm not really selling it. But the fact that she wasn't thinking about the consequences, like her grandma's like, oh, that's really cool that you helped solve a murder. But like now you, this guy might not be happy with you. Like you didn't catch a murderer. You just found Mm. a body.
1: So Um, now there's
0: like a newspaper article, like young teen in Lilydale, like help solve murder. And now this guy's like, Oh, that's not far from where I'm like it's like building up to this, like, oh my God, is he gonna find mm. her? What's happening? It's really, really good for this like not known YA (laughs) series. Like it's a full ass, like six or seven books. Like there's a whole bunch. And I'm like, why they? I just so happen to see it. Maybe just again, cause it's a local author. It was in yeah. our library, but now oh. I have to like special order, like order in the book to the library to get it when I want to read this yeah. YA medium mysteries. It's really good though. I'm just in the spooky mood. Cause it's October. Oh, <laughs> so <that's> October. <laughs> <laughs> like it is August, which is basically september which is october, october. Yeah. <laughs> so i love that you I'm know in,
1: like spooky mood i'm
0: not gonna lie i went to
1: bath and body works this weekend and i got oh like, yeah the pumpkin scents
0: yeah and they have like all the really cute things my mom got me a wallflower holder that's like an apple that turns into like a skull or something when it lights up Uh yeah anyways we have we are like going off of the longest but anyways you had a good side piece and I had a very different side piece both great options for you guys but what we actually came here to talk about was the longest book that we've chosen so far we didn't even chose it choose it I think our our Facebook fan uh chose it yeah (laughs) so
1: yeah and we didn't look to to see
0: how many pages it was yeah, we did it. We know, were just guys, like, oh, this looks, looks good. Well, yeah. hey, it's like And I
1: had it. Like I have a physical copy of it. I feel like this is helping me clear my
0: TBR. <laughs> it goes toward the page count like on Goodreads. It's fine. Like it'll yeah. look like we read so much at the end of the year. Yeah. Um, but Ninth House, you I read it audiobook. I did have it on Libby, so I would like go on my Kindle and read it for a little bit, but being that I've just been doing a bunch of stuff around my house. It was audiobook mostly for me. Yeah. And I have thoughts, but before I get into those thoughts, do you want to give like a quick synopsis? Yeah. Um
1: and I think like this
0: thing If you know, read like, this, yeah, you would yeah, know this like is good like deep. There's lots of layers. There's lots of characters. Yeah. It's a lot of
1: world building. This yes. does have another book and I don't ah. know if it's like go on to more but it's yeah it's a lot it's it was kind of giving me like a like the first book kind of how I felt like this is a lot of like characters and explaining Mm -hmm. and country like all these things knowing that there was gonna be more this I didn't know there was gonna be more so it was like okay this is a lot for this book and then I saw there's gonna be another book so basically um this girl her name is galaxy but she goes by alex totally as as a galaxy always does (laughs) right Um, She is a freshman in Yale. Um, She's raised by her hippie mom. She drops out very young, leaves school, um, and ends up in like shady drug dealing world. This awful thing happens, her friends die. She gets kind of found like that in the hospital and is basically given an offer to come to um, Yale like a full ride. And she's like, well, what's the catch? Like, why me, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever. And getting there is kind of starting to understand why. And um, it's like, there's these, you know, mysterious benefactors. And basically everybody knows, or or, not, I shouldn't say everybody knows, but most people have heard of these old houses in Yale and these secret societies, the Mm -hmm. most popular being Skull and Bones, um, or scrolling key. You've you have heard of them. You've heard of people that are in these houses, and so it so it's weird because it it does kind of bring up things that are real, um, mm. but it's also very just you know magical, very and, magical, fantastical, right? yeah. yeah, that kind of stuff. Essentially, it it reimagines that all of those houses in Yale are houses that practice magic in one way or another, and dark, and you know can do different you know, mysterious or devious things. And through those Like not houses,
0: out in the open, right? Like right. nobody who's there is part of the secret society. And, yeah.
1: Cloak and dark, right. It's all very hush-hush. And this house that Alex is brought to be a part of, um, Lethe is supposed to be monitoring the activities of all the other houses. Now, this is the sure... one that's
0: obviously fake for the book, right? Right. Making sure okay. that everybody is-
1: safe and protecting, you know, the community of New Haven and all that kind of stuff. Um, And so it's just these, you know, the kind of the daily things of college, but also in that is, you know, a girl goes missing that she's found dead and the campus is very quick to say, oh, she just died, you know, she overdosed or whatever. Um, And then Alex in her role at Lethe is supposed to investigate to make sure it's not anything magical while everything points to no, it just is not like, it's just bothering her, it's sticking with her. And so she digs more into it. And as she digs further into it, she starts to unravel a lot of other things in these kind of deep held secrets and traditions of the college and these different houses into this much larger, like whodunit situation. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, we're gonna like, just tell the whole thing, but basically, you know, and going through it, like, the guy, this will
0: include spoilers, here we go, <laughs> yeah,
1: it includes spoilers, and it, there's so much and so many layers to, like, even, yeah, like, we can't even cover all of it, not but even. basically, what is, what's happening is, like, the dean of the school, who is the person that, you know, is supposed to be the good guy, and the one that brought her to Yale, and that everybody's looking up to, and supposed to be working with, um, he's the person that murdered The girl and he did it so that you know he could create a new mythical tomb tomb for one of these houses um you know but it didn't work and when one of Alex's friends found out he sent him to hell and now that Alex knows you know she's gonna try and tell people and and figure it out and fix it um just to find out that another professor um has been plotting to get Alex this entire time because of Alex's power of being able to see the dead.
0: Yeah, that was a whole layer of it. Like that was a whole wild twist, yeah, that
1: this person was wanted to, you know, consume Alex because doing that lets her live Mm -hmm. longer and just this whole thing. Um and so is it like (laughs) <laughs> he loves that. there's a lot of layers and all these things, but basically it really gets into like a mystical whodunit of these worlds, um, you know, of keeping them separate and the different things that are popping in and out of it colliding, um, mm-hmm. and sets everything up for, you know, at the end of the book, the principal, principal <laughs> the principal, freaking, you know, whatever he's called yeah. the Dean. Yeah. They're able to kill the Dean who is the bad guy. They're able to kill the other professor who was going to get Alex. Um, but now she still has her friend, um, who was like her trainer that was banished to hell because he found out everybody's secrets. Now they need to go get him. And so that's the setup for the second book is like, they've figured out this murder. They figured out who did it. They got rid of those people, Mm -hmm. but Davenport is still in hell. Um, and so they need to go get him and it's not that Mm -hmm. simple. And so I think the next book is called like Hellbent or something like
0: that. Okay, because this obviously, this came out in 2019, so that one just came out. I don't think it's come out yet. Oh, coming. it hasn't yet. It's coming. Got it. Got to Got it. Yeah. Will you be reading it?
1: Um, if I think about it, I think it depends on how long <laughs> that's, it is. That's like not... if it's, you know, because like it's not something I'm that like read it
0: based on your uh, criticism of it. That's uh... yeah.
1: Like I would. Curious, like I, I think, I, I, I want to give it a chance because very much like Akatar, that's where I'm like uh, done with it. Yeah, I was totally ready to be done, and I had to get people to convince me to keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once I did, I was imagine
0: like, oh season God. one of Akatar. I keep laughing, like spoilers if you don't so know. Akatar. What if because <laughs> we have to season, sit through a whole
1: season? <laughs> book one, Akatar, and like the next book's like incredible. Like I. I, I kind of but- want to, but if it's going to be like years from now, I don't know when the book's yeah. coming out. If it's coming out soon, probably. But if it's like a couple of years, I'm going to forget about it and I'm not going to care.
0: Yeah, no, side note, we definitely need to do that Akawar episode. Oh, yeah. yes. yes, yes. Frosted Starlight, mostly just so that I can talk Akadar shit. Mm-hmm. Um, because I just am laughing so hard at the memes of like, imagine like your friends who didn't read the book, who are like, I just like, who are just like, t- are you team Tamlin or team Reese? <laughs>
1: I, <laughs> I know it's gonna be so funny
0: oh my god I can't I like both can't wait but I'm also like damn it just release two seasons at once I like,
1: know because you're gonna um, have to
0: sit and wait a whole other like and you're year. gonna be
1: like no the whole time like yeah
0: time. but do you know how hyped do you know hype imagine me how hyped I was for like Taylor Swift night now like turn that up for season two <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Because so after like, a year of waiting, to me and you are rest. gonna have
0: like a themed party.
1: Like, yeah. <laughs> like they better they better film them both back to back, like Bridgerton style. I need it to happen fast.
0: Yes, because very, I very can't, funny.
1: I I can't wait like
0: three years. And The casting <laughs> needs to be good. Uh, anyways I'm
1: excited but it's gonna be very funny to watch people you know who have not read the books versus who have like Mm -hmm. yeah because I sent you the text from one of my friends who just got into the second book and is like okay (laughs) what she's like I felt this way and now I'm feeling this way and I'm like yeah keep going i want your reaction so, your reactions,
0: so we do suggest a court of um thorns and roses if you guys are interested that is yeah. what akatar stands for if you if we're talking another language that's because you don't know and it's like as if you know those a- friends a- who a- talk a- game a- of a- thrones yeah i'm not even trying to be funny but if you haven't seen it you obviously wouldn't understand yeah. if it's, <laughs> it's it's that type of level of a world like of thrones, similar yeah. to this like there are so many things happening each house had a different type of power Mm -hmm. and something that it like excelled at i thought i literally was in such a weird place with this book because i probably would have dnf'd it had it not been for a book club because it just wasn't holding my interest i could see how on screen i think this would be amazing
1: Mm-hmm. Minus,
0: minus some of the graphic shit that I didn't need to like I wasn't ready um so trigger warning there was like a ghost rape scene that I was yes. like what the fuck? actual fuck like why yeah. did it somehow feel more um like graphic than a than a human Actual rape right. like um, like I don't I was just like uh, the way it was described so I don't know maybe give props to the author for being good at yeah. doing graphic stuff because i'm sure it's not easy to write
1: now, a graphic
0: scene have you read or watched shadow and bone no i have the book to read. i got it in that little okay. set that i want to like check out okay. i have so many i've started making a list on my phone of unfinished series yeah and it's a getting out of control it's well over five that yeah. I've started and it's not even that I'm not going to finish them it's just like I'll get to it when I get to it because I know yeah. it's good but I'm like what else yeah, I really love good. a standalone but then the yeah. problem is I have FOMO mm-hmm. where like mm-hmm. people are like oh this is so good you gotta try it and, I'm like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. and then you're also stuck like once you try it even if it is a standalone like you can't help mm-hmm. if there's a sequel that comes out and then you're like damn it, I got in that one mm-hmm. so I just have so many that I have to catch up on, and I need to actually look at it and do it, kind of like how you pay off debt, right? Like you got to do the one with the least. One, whatever just, oh, I'm with yeah. you. So I'm just like, um, no, yeah, no. I got to do the one that has the least amount of books left, and maybe just go from a standalone to that standalone to like, yeah, chip Sorry chip away, <laughs> chip, chip away. The series. No, it
1: does. Well, I was just gonna say, like, I, um, like, course, I really. Silderfly oh god that's a huge box. i know so that's why i'm
0: dragging it i
1: i would say i did that entire thing in audio because it was just so massive and i was like i'm not gonna have the time to sit here and read this so i, I think it's both available
0: audio and libby so i was like if i'm or like kindle so i'm like if yeah. it's a, if i'm ready when i'm ready it'll be there it's not going anywhere it's too big to carry around as beautiful as it is but yeah but anyways Uh I don't know like that's that's my biggest criticism for me as somebody who is like very hard to follow along with Mm -hmm. things like something like this would be better for me with a visual so I'd be able to connect the house like even whatever they wear you know I'm I'm sure that that's when they do it I could see this being like a a film or a series or something um I believe it is it is or it's going to be.
1: Or it's I believe it's going to be. Okay. Because I kind of looked at that. Um hmm. because I think because Shadow and Bone was good was so good and like they adapted it really well.
0: Okay. Um, wait, this is the same author? Yes. Oh, okay. 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 This makes Yeah, sense. fantasy is
1: their jam. So don't get me uh, wrong.
0: I wait, I'm gonna copy what so the bibliophile.com. I'm just reading something that they said, this little thing, so I'm not taking credit for it, but it's just some mild criticisms because this is how I felt. The ninth house exists in a conceptually fleshed out world, but because it's the first book in the series, it carries the burden of setting up the world and it's many secret organizations. As a result, there's a lot of information being flung at you on each page. There's background information, descriptions of the mechanics of different types of magic, explaining the rules regarding the leafy and all the secret societies, so on. And that's how I felt like I was just like, whoa, this is a lot. Like I'd almost rather have a book that is 800 pages and not as much thrown in at once like mm-hmm. but i'm like how could it be a slower burn or not burn but you know what i mean but yeah like, like it was a slower slow setup. but yeah. yet you, how could it be so slow and yet you felt so overwhelmed with information that yeah. was the weirdest part of the book mm-hmm. so i'm like i don't know i enjoyed the actual story and i love the concept but it gave me the same feeling as cartographers that's how i'll say it mm-hmm. so. okay I think I gave it the same rating as cartographers, which is a three out of five, Yeah, which is like low for me because I feel like I usually give like a four to five for everything, unless I hate it, but I still even feel bad for like authors. I'll just like not read something at all. If I think it's terrible. Oh, yeah. yeah. If you're really going to like fuck up the curve. Yeah. yeah, I just feel too (laughs) bad, which is shitty because like it is for the reader. Like as a reader, I like to go see like what's it rated. And if everybody rates five stars because they feel bad, then is the rating even worth anything? Like, (laughs) I don't know. But that's my rating is three. If Goodreads let me do half stars, I would say three and a half. I don't know why they don't have halves. It's so silly. Yeah, really.
1: (laughs) <laughs> but, um, oh, you. I, I just looked it up it looks like amazon did the deal like a oh, couple days oh, after have- it was released
0: oh which is 2019 and then pandemic so who knows what's going on yeah this is now. like 2021 they
1: like updated whatever so i'm sure oh. it'll be a thing at some point and that might be like you said something that's easier for people to digest mm-hmm. is and to, amazon to has watch been it which really good- i will say shadow and bone is probably the same feel it's not mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. not as big books but I mean, it's also YA
0: multiple. Too, no? yeah yeah I think versus mm-hmm. the- I don't
1: know if I really call that YA no I wouldn't call it YA oh, okay. I, would, I would say it's I mean I guess somebody would but like I mean I don't know I could just because of their age like I guess yeah. their age technically makes it YA but it's not like they're 14 like they're adults
0: yeah Um, well I'm reading fable which is technically all the things so YA but like it's pirates and there's like violence and stuff yeah I mean exactly it's not explicit sex scenes it is violent it is scary yeah it's all
1: the things the the, I will say that the book is more explicit than the Netflix show
0: okay so I oh okay that's how it usually is I feel yeah. like a lot of the time I hope that's not the case with the Tessa Bailey but that's another story. <laughs> I wrote down Life of Leafy because I was like is this an actual book like in my dumbass head in my stoner brain I was like um is this an actual book that talks about the houses <laughs> cuz I was right. like genuinely curious about these houses but I'm like do they even have books about secret societies cuz aren't they supposed to be a secret like are you <laughs>
1: they um, do there's a ton of books I'm sure I can't I've just never
0: looked into them
1: I did see a thing that said um oh I was obsessed with this stuff a long time no oh, can
0: we talk about the fact that she casually kept taking baso belladonna that's what I took from I wrote down a note about I don't know what that is. did that pass by you yeah okay but- that's what Charles Manson used to take and <laughs> make his followers take it- oh is it a drug yeah oh. it's like it's like way more it's like 10 times a gazillion more times fucked up than acid like I don't I could be saying this wrong but when she said like oh yeah I'd take another hit I was like oh this bitch is fucked up so I don't know if you didn't realize that but if you look I thought it was a made-up thing okay no 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 let me just double check but like baso okay baso belladonna is what they said now again I was doing audiobook Mm. so am I spelling this right probably not what? Oh my god, that's hilarious! Because what comes up is like baso is a kiss, so it's just like Assassin's Creed, something like baso kiss. Anyways, belladonna on its own, I'm ninety percent sure is a drug, but but huh. I don't know where the baso came. Again, the audio's wait. Belladonna atropa is a poisonous plant that has been used as a medicine since ancient times. It is named Belladonna for the beautiful woman of Renaissance Italy who took it to enlarge their pupils, which they found more alluring. <laughs> so now you know. Good. What is Belladonna used for? Charlie Manson, look it up. Oh my
1: God, wow.
0: Oh. Though widely regarded as unsafe, Belladonna is taken by mouth as a sedative to stop bronchial spasms in asthma and whooping cough. Wow. Hmm. The more you know, look how little you learn on half big book club, <laughs> right? Oh my gosh. Um. Anyways, I don't really have too much to say, just because like we really could dive down so many different avenues on this book, but yeah, I feel I as overwhelmed end. as I did. <laughs> yeah,
1: the thing honestly, like, and I like highlighted was the most one of the most interesting things to me yeah. was. At the very end, when they were listing out like the houses and like its notable um alumni, okay, because
0: like, oh, some yeah, of them yeah, I, kn-
1: I knew like I knew about George Bush and John Kerry at Skull and Bones, like that was something I knew. Oh, and there were some
0: people who were like newer that I didn't know about, those like, some. Hey. Um, Zoe Deschanel Chanel on one of them? the books. Somebody-
1: Oh, there was somebody, it wasn't her, but I know what, I know. I don't know where
0: that name came, why I thought that, but it was somebody younger that uh, I was like, her.
1: Zoe Kazan or something. But so like one of them, like manuscripts, like Jodie Foster, Anderson Cooper.
0: (gasps) I was thinking of Jodie Foster. I don't know how I, that's not Zoe.
1: (laughs) And then like the, like lesser houses or whatever, which I believe is what um, Leafy is built at like supposed to be like built after whatever or like Mm -hmm. was inspired by is aurelian or no wasn't Aurelian listed in the book never mind
0: yeah it Um, was listed in there okay so never mind
1: but the the notable alumni that just like got me like what the fuck is samantha power Mm -hmm. i was so shocked by that like and if you guys don't know who samantha power is like she was our un ambassador she's like an incredible um, author, I have one of her books about well, I like, guess
0: that's why it's a secret <laughs> genocide and you know,
1: whatever. Like, she just but like, that's just, a,
0: maybe that's all she like, award winning
1: humanitarian, like, yeah, but she got know. there
0: somehow, right? Right, it's, it's just so like crazy. it was interesting to me that,
1: like, you know, that's where um she's in, exactly. but
0: interesting yeah, there was
1: some um so just like some of our were of and there was like the one that was noted as like berzelius or something and it says like teachings none notable alumni none
0: <laughs> oh my god yeah I Either thought you can't
1: find the information like it's that hush hush or
0: like or that was just such a like slam like you guys have yeah. no one notable
1: <laughs> right like everybody's just like oh okay nothing cool happened oh there so none of, us, none of us joined it but i just thought that was interesting like i know so i read um i did i did a thing until trump um where i used to read every single president's autobiography
0: <laughs> yeah you're like i'm good
1: <laughs> um and so Obama was the last one <laughs> i read um so i read george bush's and i do have it actually um and so in that I read a lot about skull and bones because he talks oh, yeah. about college. Like, obviously he, like every other person that has gone to any of those things, they don't talk a lot about it, but they talk about like how kind of how they got like into it or
0: to his time or as a cheerleader.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, the drugs, just everything. Yeah, Yeah. No, oh. it's a very, it's a interesting. very interesting, honest book. Like not, um,
0: not my, not my thing but um very memoirs I, are always interesting whether you like the person or not like it's just yeah. interesting reading like about somebody's life in that way but yeah biographies.
1: It, it's very like I feel like any of those books but especially like a president like it is very interesting to read something like that because you do get I feel like a better insight on certain things or like understand things better it's so, like one of the things with W is um Mm-hmm. He, like 9 11 like you you have all these like posts and notes and things from like his like diary or whatever of like leading up to running and like when he's running and like how these things that he thought were his presence he was going to be about and he was so excited about like
0: these goals yeah. that
1: he had about you know like reading and education because you know his wife's a teacher and like different things that were like his priorities. and then 9-11 happened right and and then here's your wartime president and then everything changes right so just kind of interesting and like things like that but that's where like I know most about it is I read that his autobiography and I heard um about it in there but you know like it's and it's people place. like I mean John Kerry's the exact opposite of him and he was there too so just kind of interesting Bob, I noticed this too. Bob hey, power's hard.
0: power. And I think people honestly are just like, okay, there's a left and a right path. There's literally no in between. You literally choose whichever one's going to serve you best. I mean, yeah. if, I mean, I don't want to say that like people in power, just, I, don't, I don't know. I just don't think like everybody stands by the courage of their convictions as a politician always, you know, yeah. like they might start out like, I want to be in politics and it's like, okay, they might have great ideas. And then when it comes down to it, it's like, mm, I'm going to go with the party that I think is actually going to get me in office, whether I believe it or not. Like, honestly, well, and that's you look a, at a
1: argument for getting money out of politics, because if we got money out of politics, we'd have a lot better people in there, not just <sighs> the people that can raise the most money
0: truth. But anyways, um, Anyhow. <laughs> we, we uh, as I said, it's been a busy week. So we kind of uh, slacked and didn't put like a vote on Facebook. <laughs> well, Unless well, you I did. I didn't, didn't. No, I was actually going to say, because I wanted to announce whatever it is. So people have two weeks. I was going to say, what about that book from Libby? We can do a fan voted one next time, but like that, the girl in his shadow Oh, and that's a free library one. Is that still the case or is that not the case anymore? Oh, I was like, did I send it back?
1: (laughs) I'm like trying to like. I'm sure you
0: can get it again. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, No, let's do that. So maybe not. um,
0: Seven people are waiting. (laughs) Oh, you don't have it yet? No, I have it. But okay. Where it says like you can return it. Seven people are waiting. So I'm like, oh, I
1: don't know for the people getting it now. Yeah, I think the 29th, it said, like, was the last day where it was, like, unlimited availability or something, and then it was a little bit harder.
0: Gotcha. Okay, well, that was why I picked it. Maybe we'll just announce it. I don't want to pick it. What about the Song of Achilles? Have you read that one? No,
1: that's been on my list forever. I have it. I have a paperback of it, and I just haven't read
0: it. I also have a paperback of it, but um what do you think? Um, I heard it's really good. I heard it affects you. Interesting. And it was, it. it was available. It was mean, available for audiobook on Libby. So I was like, you know what? This has been on my shelf forever. Yeah. I'm and all that I think mostly positive. It's been out long enough that it's mostly positive stuff. So Yeah. The Song of Achilles by Madeline Miller. And that's, and we'll actually do better, you guys. We'll put it for fanboat next time. <laughs> Sorry. But it's been out long enough that it should be easy for you guys to get. Like I got mine yeah. used from a little library. <laughs> I've seen quite a few around. So yeah, I bought a paperback a while ago. Mm-hmm. Um and I have that. So it'll cool be an easy one. I know. And I've been like steering away from YA because I want all the spice in my life. But now that I'm going back to YA with Fable and with this cool Lilydale series, I'm like, you know what? It's not bad to have something like, you know, a heartwarming ghost murder story, you know? Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be spicy, just lots of murder.
1: <laughs> I'm excited. That we, You and I were back and forth today. When we were picking our book of the. Uh, book of the oh, Olympics. yeah. And I'm really excited. Like, I picked some very different um books and like my typical again? romance and stuff from them um one I have is like a war. Alice Feeney
0: she did the guest list the hunting party no I'm sorry I I lie Alice Feeney hold on I'm confusing Alice Feeney and Lucy oh I see what hold you're saying on. Maybe because their covers look very similar. Okay. Mm-hmm. But either way, I'm, it's a new book by Alice Feeney. That's the one I'm grabbing. And Small Angels, which is like some spooky. Yeah. Um, something that I was interested in. Like spooky family drama.
1: You know, the Mary's book that I picked it. as like an add-on, it kind of reminds me of what you were just talking about with like the mom being a medium and like not telling her daughter. Mm-hmm. It's not oh, about rock, paper, mediums. Scissors. But mm-hmm. it's like it's called um pieces of her, and it's a mother when a mother heroically stops a shooting, her daughter realizes she might not know the woman who raised her. And mm. it's like this, you know, very like Betty Crocker mother, um, but like all of a sudden is like a badass that stops like a shooting and stuff. And her daughter's like, What the hell? Like, do mm. I even know you? Um, interesting, and then like a historical fiction about a war
0: i'm excited about i still have that in his shadow on my kindle so i might still read it because it's a historical fiction but it's also i noticed on goodreads it's like number one in a series and i'm like
1: i I do hate seeing that and i (laughs) saw it a couple times in the books and i'm like gosh darn it i do (sighs) look i wish they were connected so i look at book of the month and i go okay but like what is it on?
0: oh not even book of the month that libby one. but anyways yeah oh that too
1: but like i look to good reads to see what the reviews are oh right right right. Like, is and it you like, see it at and least you're like, like four like I gotta know what it is how many reviews does it have like I'm very like mm. um because sometimes I'm like oh this type this cover looks really pretty or like oh this thing looks really <laughs> cool and then it's like I get over to good reads like I yeah. 8. I'm like, oh. <laughs> nope.
0: it is so weird though because I follow a lot of book talk recommendations and I like to see do they like xyz book like i like xyz book because Mm -hmm. you'll get a thousand like people who are like cartographers five out of five and i'm like it was terrible i didn't like it so just Mm -hmm. i don't know that's why it's hard to find the people that
1: read like you Mm
0: -hmm. yes find the people like where it's like i'm trying to find my people (laughs) it's like uh, these are the books i like like literally follow those people um although i hate that audio but still
1: um no but that's true like just you know you're trying to figure that out because not everybody's like we were talking about the one time with like spicy reviews some people's levels of spice are very different than other people there's not just like a general consensus of what you know three peppers mean
0: I also think it's so wild because like I don't know just I think you can also be so comfortable being one way in your bedroom and then reading something very different do you know what I mean Oh, like what you sure. read isn't what you'd actually do or the fa- or, or like I might be like oh this makes me uncomfortable but I'll be like doing some crazy shit that yeah. <laughs> you're like oh and I that mean I was reading all these books when and I was a virgin like, so you know. right oh my god that's so funny <laughs> me at 12 reading a Nicholas Sparks book like you know right? that's one I need to go back to I haven't done a Nicholas Sparks in a long time and there's a reason why he's as good as he is let's just be real he's really fucking good how many
1: times do you think you
0: read the notebook oh I actually don't think I ever have Mm-mm. I read the <laughs> sequel to it I read the wedding there's a sequel yeah kind of what? it's like yeah it makes it'll make sense it's like connected I'm
1: not going to read that, but that's it's, interesting.
0: I read that because I was like, well, I want to see what happens. I it, I read it so long ago in high school. I don't even. Yeah, but it's like their kids. There was some type of oh, something. It was either hmm. prequel or their kids or something. Maybe Because it was called The Wedding. So maybe it was actually their wedding. Like the part that we didn't see. Like the montage, <laughs> but broken hmm. down. I don't remember, honestly. I'm sorry. I could be like recapping this very wrong because it was so long ago, but I did love all of his stuff that I did read sue me
1: mm, after 30 years of marriage Wilson Lewis son-in-law of Ellie and Noah
0: okay yeah it's like somehow connected yeah I think you'd like it but Thank anyways <laughs> we're so off I the rails know that was the thing I, I know, know now you know but you know like Probably an easy he's... audiobook to get from the library <laughs> I'm not I'm not I have so
1: many <laughs> I've all those like TikToks, and they're like all these books on my tbr on my shelf just looking at me
0: like Oh. you've me. I don't need to talk about the fact that I stressed out. Oh, I saw your all it. Yep. I can't stop. You know
1: what's funny? I um I went to Target the other day and I got no books. That's but I was very proud of myself. That but is very good. I've like like Yeah, if they have a sale, a that's
0: of, another story. Yes. And there was a <laughs> lot of
1: books that I already had. So I think that's kind of how I escaped <laughs> it.
0: A lot of books you already have in the we can go on forever. So I'll leave you guys with this. Like check out KU because I was sleeping on it and I feel really silly that I was Mm. because I was just like, I have so many books on my TBR. Why would I do this? But you'll be like, wait, hold on. Is it on KU before I go and buy another book? Like there's so many good co-hosts on there that I've yet to read. There's so many good Tessa Bailey's I have yet to read. There's so great, so many great selections on there. That yeah. hooked series, that at least the first ones on there. Mm-hmm. You know, all these things that I want to read, and the, I'm like
1: the um, what's the, the the like spicy thing you're reading now that you were mm-hmm. telling me about? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Never the King. King, the first one. Is yeah, on like there. those
1: are on. A, the second one is on mm-hmm. there too. Like they're on. Oh, there, really nice.
0: There's a lot know. of that.
1: So. Yeah, please, please. Oh yeah, all, the, all the smut for sure. So many. I but there's a lot more like than that. I honestly ago, assumed,
0: I assumed it was 11%. all smut and I'm not like judgmental toward it. It's just like not my genre. So I was just like, eh, I don't know what's really on KU. There's a lot of good stuff on KU. I was sleeping on it. So I feel very silly. No, I still, I, it's like, changed. My hard covers. <laughs> like, <laughs> like
1: two years it. ago, it was not like that. It was just a lot of the smut. Um, and now it's, very different they like, see the I don't opportunity like,
0: in book talk yes. and bookstagram yeah. it's a whole yeah. new market it's like reading is cool again
1: yes and a lot of authors are you know they're putting them on or they're taking you know whatever they're taking certain ones off putting other ones on so yeah love love me my uh kindle unlimited i get so much from there still.
0: So. <sighs> someday i'll get the oasis maybe for my birthday for my 33rd it's a special oh one <laughs> anyways thank you guys thank you guys so much for hanging out with us <laughs> she goes I don't remember what the fuck I was supposed to say <laughs> if you made it this far we did I was like I'll have a really quick one and then we just you know yeah no make- we talked for so long
1: I like didn't even think about it and I totally closed it out um. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you want to just close us? <laughs> no, it's fine. We'll <laughs> see you guys next week. We can't wait. But until then, <laughs> read books. It's weird out there.
1: <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye.
0: Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed our show, please consider giving us a follow and rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Got a book recommendation for us? Send it to halfbakedbookclub at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram and TikTok at halfbakedbookclub. And don't forget to check out our sister podcast, Hometown Spice, where Dylan and her hometown bestie dive into the spiciest reads you can imagine. The Halfbaked Book Club podcast was created, written, and produced by Lana Rich and Dylan Harrison. For more information, head to halfbakedbookclub.com.